Tremendous excitement uh, began the week with the announcement that finally this trillion-dollar infrastructure bill has been signed, and all of a sudden they can start rebuilding roads and bridges. And, you know, there's $39 billion in there for public transit in that legislation. There's a lot of repair backlog, but there's a lot of new business that needs to be done. This has got to be great news for the president and CEO, actually the new president and CEO, of DART, Dallas Area Rapid Transit. That's Nadine Lee, and she joined us right now. It's good to have you with us. Thank you, David. It's great to be here. Well, you're not all that new. You've been, I mean, you're 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 settled in, and and you've been here, you know, six or seven months. You're beginning to find out where the skeletons are hidden. I know. So, <laughs> so tell me about this 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 infrastructure, buddy. Are, are you going to get your fair share of this? Yeah, well, uh, first of all, uh, I like to tell people that I'm a seasoned veteran at four months into the job. Um, so, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm really uh, I'm down pat here. I know what I'm doing now. At least I think I do. So, um, so yeah, let's talk a little bit about the infrastructure bill. Um, thanks to the Biden administration and Congressman Allred for all their efforts to sign into law this Infrastructure Investment and Jobs Act. And um, it's a $1.2 trillion package that provides $550 billion in new spending over the next five years. And so, as you mentioned before, President Biden signed this bill uh, into law just this past Monday, November 15th. Um, this package provides historic levels of investment for transit in the country, the state of Texas, and also for DART. Um, and you mentioned already that it allocates $39 billion in total spending for public transportation and provides funding for the uh, system repair backlog, which is estimated to include more than 24,000 buses, 5,000 rail cars, 200 stations, and thousands of miles of track. That's, um, that's total, breathtaking. <laughs> it is. It is. And just you know, just for reference, uh, Texas is expected to receive nearly 35 billion over five years, and 20, nearly 27 billion of that is for highways, but 3.3 billion is actually for public transportation. Well, you've and, got. Um, I mean, you is DART the largest light rail system in the country? Is it 93 miles? DART is the largest light rail system, longest light rail system in the country at 93 miles. And so, you know, there's all kinds of needs. You know, it's uh, not just our light rail system that that needs investment. Certainly our buses need investment as well. Uh, you know, we want to expand uh, access to public transportation throughout the North Texas region. So all this money is really important. And just to give you an idea of what this $3.3 billion over five years looks like, um, the average, if you just kind of divide $3.3 billion over five years, we're talking about $660 million a year coming to public transportation in the state of Texas. And for context, DART being one of the largest transit agencies in the state, our operating budget for FY22 is $580 million. And to be clear, the transit allocation is going to be shared by all the transit agencies in the state. But even so, that is a substantial amount of money that will help all the agencies across Texas continue to improve services for our residents. Well, you've come here from, I mean, from a major metropolitan area, I'm relocating from Los Angeles and the Metropolitan Transit Authority. But I, there can't be a faster growing area, and especially for transit, than, than North Texas right now. More, more demands being put on it. Yeah, I mean, the North Texas region is growing so fast. In fact, I mean, I just relocated from Los Angeles, but I'll tell you that when I was looking for a place to live here in Dallas, um, there was a lot of competition for uh, apartments, um, all kinds of housing. Uh, and, you know, every person that I talked to said, 
we've got so many people coming in from California and Chicago and New York. And so uh, our region is growing really, really quickly. And, uh, you know, I didn't have to be here very long before I started to hear people complain about the traffic. So uh, it's really important for us to think about, you know, what it means to uh, relieve congestion in addition to providing access to uh, for, all, for all of our residents. Well, in connecting that. some of the new areas, we keep, uh, we had, we had the mayor of Sherman, Texas on yesterday, who's getting a $30 billion investment from Texas Instruments. And, and a, you know, North Texas is building right up Central Expressway up north. And and your areas are, are continuing to grow. Now, tell me about, right now you've got four colored lines, what, uh, red, green, orange, and another one. Blue. Blue. And you've got the silver line, which is under construction from North Plano that'll end up what through Cypress Waters and end up at DFW. But also this long debated subway underneath this connection underneath uh, downtown Dallas that hopefully will get rid of some of the gridlock. That's going too. Where does the where's the greatest demand for this money right now? Well, so um, we don't have all the details is going to be distributed, but we do expect some of it to be allocated by formula, and then a portion may be administered in the form of grants, which, of course, DART will certainly apply for. And the funding is going to do a lot of traditional things like expanding transit systems infrastructure and supporting environmentally friendly or clean transit options. But what's new is that the Biden administration is targeting funding towards providing vulnerable populations with increased access to transit, and also, they want to increase accessibility for seniors and persons with disabilities. So these initiatives have received a lot more emphasis than they have in the past. And I think it absolutely sets everybody in the right direction. And so, so this um, goes to there's so much that we need to do to just keep keep everything going. And, and, you know, there's a lot of investment that needs to be made. Uh, we already talked about the state of good repair, uh, you know, all, trying to invest in our existing systems. So you have a massive paratransit effort right now. So I, hopefully the funding goes there and you would expand that. And then tell me about the underserved areas. Does this get you further into the southern sector? Certainly some of the money will help us do that. I think there's a lot of demand in the southern sector of the region. Um, I think that's where we have a lot of communities of color who are lower income, who in a lot of cases don't have access to their own personal automobiles. Um, I, I've spent a lot of time thinking about uh, our bus system and how we can actually improve the bus system. Uh, just from my experience in Los Angeles, you know, I noticed like something like 75%, 70 to 75% of the riders in the Los Angeles County metro system are actually on the bus. And so um, I think it's really important for us to think about how we can improve access to opportunities and education and services for the people who who take the bus and certainly um you know there's a lot of push to try to make more investments in the south the uh, one of the one of the orientations of the bus system once the rail system was built out was to push people toward rail so that you took shorter bus trips and then the longer ones presumably would be faster on rail Are you have you rethought that yeah i mean I don't know that I'm necessarily rethinking it. Um, I think it's I'm trying to bring some new ideas and perspectives to the North Texas region, because when I came here, uh, just for context, uh, I was actually really surprised to know that in a service area as large as ours, our service area is about 700 square miles. Uh, we are only running about 700 buses. 
Um, and that's that's really unusual to me because in Los Angeles, where uh, the service area is double the size of the North Texas or the DART service area, um, it's about 1,400 square miles. They're running 2,300 buses every day. And so to me, that means that we're really not leveraging our bus system as, as well as we could. And if we did that, we could actually convert people or, or bring more people onto the system and provide a lot better mobility for people overall. So I think that investing in the bus system, trying to make uh, the waiting experience is what I call it when, when we have bus stops, uh, we, if we can make the waiting experience for our riders much better. Um, you know, when we build the rail system, we provide shelter seating and lighting at all of our rail stations, but we haven't done that for our bus stops. Um, you know, it's a hard thing to do when you have 10,000 bus stops, but the reality is, is that in a lot of cases, you have a bus that only comes around once an hour. And so somebody's waiting out there in the hot sun, the heat of Dallas. And so we want to make sure that we make, uh, make the waiting experience a really, uh, you know, a pleasant one to the extent that it can be pleasant. No, a good point. And, 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 and again, something that's eclipsed by the, the higher profile, you know, rail uh, operations. But, but let me ask you about those. Let me end by asking about those. So the Silver Line, this one we talked about that goes from Plano down and ends up in DFW. That's under construction. That's what about a year delayed, I think, from from the original idea. But still, what coming on in another two or three years? Oh, uh, Silver Line. Uh, we don't know for sure what the date's going to be. We're still working through that. But yeah, I'm thinking it's probably in the 2024 time frame. Okay. Then finally, I gather there's been some accord on the downtown alignment, the the subway. And I, the last thing I saw was that there was an accord reached so that you wouldn't exit in Deep Ellum. I guess you would get out before that. Is that ready to go? Is that shovel ready, as they say? <laughs> that is uh, not yet shovel ready. We actually had to take a bit of a pause on D2 because there was, um, there was as you mentioned or you alluded, there was some uh, uh uh, uh, some disagreement on the way the alignment should uh, be tied into the system on the east end. Um, we had some concerns from the Deep Ellum neighborhood uh, that they didn't really want to daylight the tunnel in their neighborhood. And so uh, the city of Dallas asked us to take a second look at the east end alignment. And so at this point in time, we've actually come up with a preferred alignment for the east end but we're still only at about a 10% design. And so we need to do some environmental work on, on the, uh, the new option on the East End. And so it'll take us a couple of years to get that environmental work done and bring it up to the same level as the rest of the alignment. And so during that time, um, we wanna spend some time um, you know, looking at the operations with this new uh, East End alignment, because there are some operational impacts uh, that would uh, affect people down the line, not directly in uh, Deep Ellum, but in Pleasant Grove and, and neighborhoods like that. So we want to make sure that we uh, share this information with them and try to find ways that we can come to an agreement on what the best option will be uh, to, to daylight the east end of the alignment um, that won't impact people in a negative way um, if people are using the green line today. So I think it's really important for us to, to make sure we talk to more than just one neighborhood um, because I do think that um, I do think that it, it creates uh, it could create some um, you know some disagreement with other neighborhoods if we only pay attention to one neighborhood. You got it. You got. It. I, I understand you have a a large and diverse constituency. I mean, very much so. Uh, 
13 cities, 700 square miles, 220,000 passengers a day, most of whom know how to run the system better than you do, I think. They think, anyway. <laughs> I'm that sure. is true. That is true. Well, look, we, 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 we welcome you, and, and we wish you all the luck. And uh, hopefully the, uh, the trillion-dollar bipartisan infrastructure bill is the perfect welcome package for you to, to Dallas. For sure. It certainly will help us. Thanks a lot. Nadine Lee yeah. is the president and the CEO of uh, DART, Dallas Area Rapid Transit. For more of our conversation, go to KRLD.com slash CEO. I'm David Johnson, News Radio 1080 KRLD.